You're listening to the Underdog Sports NFL Show with host Chris Horwadell and Mario Hines. Brought to you by Underdog Sports. Each week, Chris and Mario welcome current NFL stars and discuss the biggest news from around the football world. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Underdog NFL Show, Picks Edition. Mario, are you ready for this? I am ready, and again, I am as solid as a Matt Stafford third down and seven pass, so put your money on me. Hey, and you know what, we were just talking about this, but it's never too early to, to start talking about it. We've got a very important day coming up in our country in about a month and a half, and it is on every single one of us. It is our civic duty. Black, brown, white, whatever. Get out there. Vote. And uh, and let's make this country a little bit better place. Absolutely. Go do it. Go do it. Mail-in voting is okay. Don't vote twice. Don't vote twice. That is a federal crime. Regardless of what some people in power say, do not vote twice. Uh, crazy world we live in. Yeah, I've yeah. got Bovada Sportsbook open in front of me, and uh, let's uh, let's dig into this. I think you uh, you did as well as we could potentially hope for that first week. With uh, I guess that first week always unpredictable. This week, this month, uh, whatever this season, probably uh, probably <laughs> right. more so. How do you feel Thursday night? Cincinnati Bengals go to Cleveland to take on the Cleveland Browns, and Bovada has the Browns. Minus six at home. Wow. Yeah. So the home field of the Browns get, first of all, shout out to the faux fans thing that uh, definitely. Okay. You liked it? Yeah. I mean, it, it, when when I was, you know, it was subconscious, you, you, you really forget. So shout out to that. But um, how good would a Joe Burrow look, man? I'm very impressed. Yeah. Uh, did what I thought he would do. Uh, and conversely, <laughs> the Browns continue to do this thing where they continue Ugh. to put the wrong ingredient in at the last minute. To this, to this recipe that you thought was easy enough to read, just deliver, yeah. just deliver on on the order. So, you know yeah. that that on, stew was basically done, and then we threw some peeps in there at the end. Yeah, like come on, <laughs> we don't get yeah. So I don't know what they need to do to fix it, uh, especially you know just getting the talent to jump out. And when I say talent, we all know who I'm talking about. You know, we need a big a big day from from uh, Odell. And I think hopefully today, this game tomorrow, well, once once this gets out yeah, today, crazy uh, is 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 the game, you know. So again, gonna go Browns here. You gotta you gotta have respect for playing at home. You gotta be pumped up, and you gotta take it personal that week one loss to a very good Ravens team. So give me the Browns here. Um, give me with uh, give me with the line. And you have to be very concerned about the ramifications of an O two start with two in division losses and one of them to the team that everyone figured was going to finish last in the division. Right. A team that is clearly rebuilding, you know, so, or, uh, or at least expecting to, to have to put pieces together. So you, Browns ring the alarm early. So you're not buzzing, buzzing and, and, and running in the house on fire. Yeah. I obviously watched all of that game and it, it was difficult, man, because for whatever reason, the Baker Odell chemistry is as bad as I've ever seen for two good football players. No, it's weird. It's it's almost intentionally bad. Like that's mm-hmm. how bad it looks. Like they don't want to be on the same page, and I, you can't put that on. You know, two guys that I'm sure really want to win and really want to have success. So somebody's got to cool out. 
Um, and only one of the two of them has the ball in their hands every play. So that's right. who I'm and leaning on to, to, to corral this thing. And, and hopefully he has the, the maturation um, at this time, but the sense of urgency to do it. And you can argue that it's the wrong person <laughs> in some cases. <laughs> but uh, n- rumors out there, though they've been shot down by a couple of not-so-reliable reporters, that the Browns are fielding offers for Odell at this point, uh, seems like that would be a real sell low kind of situation. But I will say like the nightmare scenario for me in Cleveland is they drop like another two games here. And then, you know, say Baker gets hurt at the end of that third game. Next game, Case Keenum starts and Odell goes like nine for 140 and a couple of touchdowns. Yeah, you don't want that to happen. You really don't. Um, but I, mean, I don't even know what the- you do at that point. I know. That's why you don't even want to think about it. But how many times have we seen that? happen in this league where you're like, oh, now nah, I have to, <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? how many times am I going to have to try to play, make sure Alex Smith's the starter? Yeah. Uh, well, so. Baker, at that point, it's like, oh, I wonder we can get, what we can we get for Baker? Uh, and, 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 and sadly enough, I think there's some, some market for him still. For sure. Uh, mainly because, sure. you know, I think there's a, you know, the, the consider the source and him playing for the Browns. Yeah, I mean, number one pick pedigree, had a great rookie season. I mean, he's on his fourth offensive coordinator in three seasons, which is never easy. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully it, it, that ship writes itself, but I'm I'm losing confidence each week. Up next, the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, yep, the Atlanta Falcons head to Dallas to take on the Dallas Cowboys. Bovada has the Cowboys minus four. Yeah, boy, was I right and wrong about the Falcons. Uh, I was <laughs> right that there's just – not good anymore. I was wrong yeah. that uh, they would get a big day out of Julio um, before they melt. They they melt the meltdown. Um, they went straight for the meltdown. So yep, uh, I think <laughs> I think Dallas uh, after coming off of a, a really I think disappointing, surprising loss, but a loss that wasn't completely their fault. I think they had a lot of forced uh, errors, especially with how great um, the Rams D line played. So give me the Cowboys to bounce back here. Yeah, Russell Wilson putting up numbers that uh, suggest he's going to be right in the thick of that MVP competition this year. 31 of 35 for four touchdowns and uh, 29 yards on the ground. Really, actually was their leading rusher with 29, which isn't a great sign for Seattle. But, uh, uh, yeah, Matt Ryan with a classic Matt Ryan day, 37 of 54, 450 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Well, Julio did have Julio did go nine for one fifty seven. So you you weren't wrong. What did he he score? He did not score. Calvin Ridley went nine for one thirty and scored twice. And uh, Russell Gage, yeah, Russell Gage went nine for one fourteen. They had three receivers with at least one hundred and fourteen yards receiving. Yeah, you'll get that. Here's the thing. I said he would score a third of his touchdowns in the season, and a third of zero is zero. So sorry, Julio. he might not score. We don't know that he's going to score this year. And in that case, you're still right. Yeah, yeah. I actually am going to lean just, on that now. Yeah, we're we're rooting for Julio Jones not to score this season. <laughs> there we go. Let's do, let's do the Julio not scoring count. And it, yeah, right. And as a fan of a, a team in that division, uh, in the, in that conference, I, I would certainly be cool with that. So, good luck. Uh, and Matt Ryan's on pace for like 6,500 yards or something like that. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah. just something something dumb that only Matt Ryan could do. Let's see. The, the actual number. Oh, I, I, sold, I sold it uh, short. 
Matt Ryan's on pace for 7,200 yards passing after the uh, after the first game of the season. So I feel yeah. like that's sustainable. Yeah, it is. I think I think it's something that uh <laughs> he can keep up. That's like a, a June Jones Hawaii offense <laughs> kind of number. No, I mean it's, it's got to be at this point schematic for defenses to allow this <laughs> to be happening. Like, right. Well, yeah, throw you know, as it, much as you want. You won't score or win. Yeah. Do what you want, dude. Do what you want. It's cute. It's cute that you're still trying. And uh, good luck to you. I, I heard Todd Gurley's your running back now. That's funny. Uh, Fourteen for fifty-six and a score for Todd Gurley. So not uh, not terrible, but also not good. Uh, let's get to our next game. Definitely not the game of the week. Buffalo travels to Miami to take on the Miami Dolphins with Ryan Fitzpatrick as their starting quarterback. And the uh, the Dolphins plus six at Bifada. Ryan is our guy. Ryan's our starter. Ryan's our guy. And uh, <laughs> that is uh, that bowls that bowl might bowl well for them this week as Buffalo needs to figure out what's going on quick. Um, and I think they will. I think Buffalo's the better team. They'll wake up and they'll get this win on the road. What's your beef with Buffalo? I thought they looked really good week one. I mean, granted, the Jets are absolutely terrible. Yes. And <laughs> the Jet probably the worst team in football, but. You know, Josh Allen, 33 of 46 for 312 and two scores. Stephon Diggs comes in, 8 for 86. I thought that offense looked pretty good. I th- I think watching them that their offense was going off gimmies. And that, uh, yeah. I, I, and trust me, trust me, my thing is, is watching offenses that go off gimmies, um, being the Lions. You know, I know when, you know, production <laughs> isn't equal, doesn't equal uh, quality. And I just sure. feel like before the Bills get caught up, uh, they need to tighten the ship, um, but and I, and I think they'll actually look better. Uh, it may not be as big, a, you know, as big of a win, but they, they'll look better in execution against the Dolphins. Most teams will that are the good teams. After one week, you got you think the Jets are the odds one favorite for the number one pick? No, I'm also not going that far either. I think the Jets get better, and a couple teams get worse. Uh, Who are those couple teams? I mean, I think the Dolphins will, will, will yeah, falter. That's fair. Um, and again, I have to say this now, even though it doesn't look like this at all. Mm-hmm. The Jaguars. I have to say it. At least Come on, Minshew Mania. <laughs> I'm telling you, three and two heading into Game Six against Jeez. the uh, Detroit Lions. Yeah. <laughs> and then four and two after that. Oh, why, why, why? <laughs> uh, up next, the Carolina Panthers head to Tampa Bay to take on Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, and those Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bavada has the Bucks minus nine. Yeah, I mean, this is the game that you, you're you all world, all everything, best QB ever. Uh, <laughs> comes, Joe comes Montana. In, yeah. <laughs> is he coming out, coming through the, uh, the gates there? No, I think the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a good team. Um, the Saints playing together for as long as they did is what a lot of us um, witnessed last week, more so than the Buccaneers not being you know, ready to win the game. Um, and they bounce back. The Panthers, I think, do give them a run, but give me the Bucs in the line um, as, as, as the bar continues to rise for this uh, Buccaneers team. Joe's got that Skechers money. He doesn't need to come back. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure Skechers are doing well in this time of, of pandemic. What a depressing, what a depressing turn in terms of commercial. Like this is Joe Montana, probably my favorite athlete of all time, and then he's doing a Skechers Shape Ups commercial or whatever those those shoes are called. <laughs> They're comfortable, like, I hear. Come on, man. And like I, I don't know. I, I used to his, I used to talk to his kid when his kid was a quarterback prospect, and uh, good shout out to uh, whatever Nick's up to now. So. Uh, hmm. I feel for you, Joe, but uh, you probably got a little bit of money in the bank. I suspect you're doing fine. The <laughs> Denver Broncos head to Pittsburgh to take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
Bovada has the Steelers minus seven and a half. Yeah, I mean the ste- the steady Steelers. Uh, now that they they seem to be, uh, and, and it, it just pains me. It pains me that they never really do this thing that I hope was always hoping they do, um, and they haven't. They haven't gotten as bad as they need to for my satisfaction. Sure. <laughs> and so I think they uh, go into this week uh, confident in that confidence. Plus their level of play uh, beats the Broncos um, as they continue to figure out how to um, manage this defense without their their key guys. It's going to be really interesting to see if Roethlisberger can stay healthy this season. Obviously got uh, got nicked up a couple of times during that game and came out saying, I feel like I've been in a car accident. So I don't trust that body to hold up over the course of the season. But while he's there, yeah, it looks like that offense is going to be pretty good. Um, just heart goes out to Zach Banner. Zach yeah. Banner is a guy who... Like worked his butt off to lose weight, won that starting right tackle spot, and it kind of felt like we were seeing him emerge as potentially a, one of the you know the really promising young right tackles in all of football. He tears his ACL; he's done for the season. You know, James Connors hurt, though Benny Snell played pretty well. It's going to be an interesting offense. We uh, that I really need to see a couple more games before I'm confident in that Steelers team. Yeah, same, but I don't think they get that much worse outside of losing Big Ben, um, which is legitimate. But that offense, yeah. I mean, Big Ben knows what he wants to do. So, yeah, like you said, there's there's young young receivers stepping up, um, and, and, and they, they'll they always figure out, you know, they're keeping the run game consistent. Um, yeah. And, and so, yeah, they're, they're, they're those pesky Steelers <laughs> in the North. Luckily, the for me, the, the North is, is as strong as it's been. Yeah, for sure. As, well, speaking of, your Detroit Lions head to Green Bay to take on the Green Bay Packers. Bavada's got the Packers minus six and a half. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the Lions, oh, we we don't have, uh, they don't have Justin Coleman. It's all right. Uh, and Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers looked like uh, he was ready to turn on the switch. Motivated, motivated Aaron Rodgers. He's a sociopath. And so mm-hmm. it's very scary. Very scary game for this Lions team. Uh, I do think they go a little bit tit for tat with this with the Packers, um, just not enough to win. So um, I think give me the Packers and the line. What's the update on Akuda? I haven't seen anything yet, um, but um, that might be a good thing that he's not ruled out by by now. Well, I think we'll hear we'll hear more stuff tomorrow. Typically, uh, we yeah. get that update tomorrow. Were they missing three corners week one? Did yes. I, did I see that? Correctly? Yes. Oh, that's yes. that's a recipe for success. I mean, and like when you when you're a man when you're a man team, you right. know, and, and and it comes down to it, you're gonna play man in key situations, you know, and, and we're gonna be a team that has to face key situations. We're never gonna be a team that is so far ahead that we can you know relax and and, and do coverages, run coverages that may not be our quote unquote bread and butter. Mm. I'll tell you what, you know, Akuda certainly the right pick, but it's going to be interesting to compare and contrast he and CJ Henderson over their careers because Henderson could not have started off looking any better than he did. No, I agree. And I mean, it's all dependent, right? I think Okuda is going to be as consistent and as, 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 you know, dominant as we expect without being as breathtaking as Henderson Mm. ever is. Uh, And, and that's one of those things that, you know, the eye test, but um, he better hurry up if we're going. If we, they have a game, they have a game coming up where we can literally, you know, compare. So mm-hmm. that's a very fair point. The uh, oh god, the Los Angeles Rams head to Philadelphia to take <laughs> on the Philadelphia Eagles. 
This line, which originally started Eagles minus two and a half, mm -hmm. is now Eagles plus one. Wow. Wow. I mean, I got to say, Chris, rightfully so. Yeah, I agree. Because if you guys, it doesn't look like you guys can keep your, your quarterback protected and he's not even prepared, you know, based on what we saw in week one to be, you know, a guy that's under duress and make the right play. So it's something that's going to that's gonna make it a long day. Um, and I think uh, it'll be a learning experience, if nothing else. <laughs> give, me the, give me the Rams here. We, uh, we shall see. The team should look different with, with Lane and Miles back. But uh, I hope that's enough. And, you know, two guys that look to me like they took their games to entirely different levels, and it's utterly terrifying in both cases. On the defensive side, Aaron Donald looked as good and as game-wrecking as any defensive tackle I've ever seen play football last week. And offensively, Lamar Jackson looks like he took his game up a notch, man. He looks unbelievable and in control of that offense. Yeah, two guys where you're like, I don't know, I can't fathom, I can't vision yeah. what an elevated game would look like. You know, we mm -hmm. just want you to to maintain, and then they do it. Uh, as far as Donald goes, it's it's unfair, laughable, and sometimes yes. it's like Madden. It looks like Madden how he's he's just throwing other elite professionals around and right. making plays. So um, you know, shout out to him, and, and and we'll talk about Lamar more and how many how many dimes he dropped and just how efficient he's looking. Yeah, that's last year's MVP and Defensive Player of the Year, and they're significantly better now. So cool. Uh, up next, the Minnesota Vikings head to Indianapolis to take on the 0-1 disappointing Indianapolis Colts. Bavada has the Colts minus three. Yeah, I mean, Philly, Philly, Philly Rivers. <laughs> what do we what do we really expect out of yeah. that? I think, you know, it was well, well worth wishing that he, he had some more juice in the tank. And, and I don't know if, if uh, the way he rallies the troops uh, is a way that that everyone you know, is, is motivated by. But um, the Vikings, another team that I, I said uh, in, in in last week's show, um, is going to actually be hindered by, you know, the settling and kind of knowing what they are. You kind of almost figured them out. Um, and they've got to figure, they've got to, you know, do some re-scrambling um, and really just lock in on, 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 on offense. Um, and I think this is going to be an interesting week. You could really flip a coin for both of these teams to see who, who's going to show up. Uh, right now I'm going to go with the Colts. Our next game, the New York Giants. And by the way, this is, if you're a, a, a fan of uh, the National Football League, the Saquon numbers from week one have to be among the scariest numbers that that you've seen. He was just unbelievably unproductive. Went uh, 15 carries for six yards. And at one point that was like, that was like nine carries for negative seven yards. They, uh, man confusing they uh they visit the chicago bears bavada has the bears minus five okay let me let me um be to bring and provide a sobering moment for giants fans or or saquon uh fantasy owners mm -hmm. i'll take you back to uh one pretty heralded running back by the name of barry sanders who um <laughs> at one point eclipsed what what is uh the magic number uh for a hall of fame running back uh, in 2,000 yards. And the year he did that, his first game, I believe, was 12 for 26 or something crazy like that. Mm -hmm. um, and so 
I say that to say that Saquon Barkley is no Barry Sanders, but Barry Sanders went on to have 15 straight 100-yard games and, again, 2,000 yards. Um, so it is highly possible uh, and, and more likely, I want to say, that Saquon bounces back just off his skill set. Um, is this the week? <laughs> is this the week to do it? I mean, uh, you hold your breath just because of how bad the Giants look. Yeah, uh, and that line was terrible. You know what I mean? And and. and he can only do so much by himself, um, but but equally so, Chicago's linebackers looked horrid, um, looked old, uh, looked slow. So if they're if they're planning on running the ball, I think they'll get Saquon going. Uh, I just don't think it's enough to beat the Bears. So maybe Saquon makes you happy if you're on him on fantasy. But uh, Giants fans, you are zero uh, two going into the next uh, next week. Yeah, the thing that people need to remember, you know, you, if you're a bad team and you go into the draft and you take one of these tackles high like the Giants did with Andrew Thomas this year, the the instinct is to think, okay, all right, we've fixed that position. It's going to be a strength. But it is extraordinarily rare, just extraordinarily rare, that an offensive, uh, an offensive tackle as a rookie is even a league average player. That is a learning process like no other position. It's an adjustment like no other position. So Thomas was terrible game one, flat out terrible, uh, you know. And you know, Makai Becton wasn't much better. Jedrick Wills got hurt. Uh, I forget who the the fourth of the big th- four is right now, but uh, oh, it's uh, the the Tampa Bay tackle uh, mm. uh, from Iowa. Regardless, Jeez. yeah, yeah, I uh, that's gonna drive me insane. But but the point is. He'll be good eventually. It's just you got to give tackles time. Tackle rookie tackles kind of tend to suck. Yeah, and and there's no uh, there's no skipping the process. You're absolutely right, Chris. You can't get around it. You're gonna have to let him get blown by. You're gonna have to let his feet um, be a little bit too close. Let him cross him. Let his hands be out of position um, before he he catches up to the speed of the game, and that actually costs you, you know, in, in real time. So that's what we're, you're gonna have to witness and go through, Giants fans. Tristan Wirfs from Iowa. Up next, the San Francisco 49ers head to New York to take on the New York football Jets. Bavada has the Jets plus seven. If any um, (laughs) disappointing loss, uh, if there's any team you want to follow that up with, it's it's the New York Jets, especially if you're a Super Bowl uh, possible contender, favorite, whatever you want to call it. Um, The Niners will do that. They'll get, they'll right the ship. I mean, it's more so... Um, you know, indicative of what the Cardinals were able to do, actually, in my opinion. Uh, so kudos to you there. So give me the Niners, and they definitely win this game, and they definitely uh, hit the line of, of the Pavada line. Yeah, the the Jets are the uh, feel-good team when you, <laughs> you get to play them on any given week. Yeah. Uh, up next, uh, the guy we've been talking about, Gardner Minshew and the Jacksonville Jaguars, head to Tennessee to take on the Tennessee Titans. Oh, no love for Gardner and the Jaguars. Bavada has the Titans minus nine. Yeah, I mean the the formula here. The formula here says that you know that the the secondary is is kind of um, out of out of. It's not going to be a factor. You, you, they're 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 out of the game. They're out of the scheme because the Titans don't want to uh, predominantly pass the ball. Right. Um, so you're running to that those uh, miniature linebackers and those mainly pass rusher uh, ends, those edges they have. So I think the matchup says Titans offense definitely dominates Jaguars defense, um, and we can only say rightfully, willfully, with wisdom mm. that uh, Gardner Minshew comes back to earth and, and, and misses more than one pass, and that equals a Titans win. So uh, of course, in good faith to all things 
natural. I'm going with the sure. Titans. For all the Jaguars predictions I have made, this is the one I expect them to drop in the next three. So I am 100% on your side here. Thank you. The uh, 1-0 and in first place in the NFC East Washington football <laughs> team. It's just like a, gen- it's like a generic Tech Mobile team. Yeah, Heads amazing. to Arizona to take on the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals minus 7 at Bavada. Yeah, I mean, how impressive did those Cardinals look? Yeah, they did. Kyler Murray. Um, the NFL has changed, I think, is what um, – is what my my synopsis is going to be on that. Obviously, hyper talented, you know, runner, um, v- strong arm, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, live arm. So it's, that's not the issue. But I think the game has changed in, in terms of passing lanes and being able to um, supplement, you know, a guy that's not the the typical height. And uh, you got a guy that wants to do it uh, in 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 Murray. So between that, the scheme and DeAndre Hopkins being a reliable fourteen catch wide receiver and then having um one of the top 10 top eight wide receivers to ever play football um being able to drop wisdom and be where he needs to be i think uh washington does see a loss and the cardinals continue to build momentum i'll tell you what you know i'm a kyler fan i will never get used to seeing him on the field he's so little it's a different kind of little man and we've seen small guys but it really is a different kind of little with kyler I will die believing he's five eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that because we. Yeah. Like <laughs> I the know he, uh, just, uh, Yeah, I know he went five ten at the combine, but I feel like they were like, "It's okay, you can get up on your tippy toes." <laughs> I mean, at this point, it wouldn't even matter. It doesn't, and honestly, it's more interesting if he's five eight. Right. Right. Uh, up next, Lamar uh, Jackson and those Baltimore Ravens head to Houston to take on Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans. Bavada has the Texans plus seven. Yeah, I mean, uh, Texans aren't aren't as extreme as what I would like to refer to them as dumpster fire ish. <laughs> but man, what are they gonna do to protect their their guy? What are they gonna do? And, and not just yeah. pass pass scheme, which which looked horrible. But how are they gonna make sure that that um, one you're running consistently with a quality runner and <laughs> quality running back, quality run game? And that yeah. too, your receivers um, aren't just aren't just big play guys or, or or deep threats or or guys that can can make sure that that he has a safety valve. Um, it, it's it's not a good matchup for for them against the Ravens and and Lamar Jackson is ready to go on a second MVP run. And this is why I think that the Ravens do that thing that uh, the teams do that you know this is their year to make it to the championship. Um, and it's going to be a tough tough battle. Uh, with with the um, the incumbent uh, incumbent uh, Chiefs, you know, in that championship game because the Ravens look ready. So give me them as they go on this run, impressive run. Uh, they start the season two and zero. Yes, the game we all wanted is the championship game last year. It's the game we deserve yes. this year. Up next, the the Chiefs, as you just previously alluded to, head to Los Angeles to take on the Los Angeles Chargers. Bavada has the Chargers plus nine. Yeah, I mean, the Chargers. What are they? What are they? They're not, not good. good. They're not, not better good. than the Chiefs. Yeah, they're not better than the <laughs> Chiefs. And that's the you know at this point we can't keep doing this dance with the uh, Los Angeles, and I won't. Um, but Kansas City uh, looked ready, as ready as they're going to be, and they're going to continue to improve. They're going to win this game pretty uh, pretty comfortably. Yeah, and uh, R.I.P. to the seasons of Austin Eckler fantasy holders because they are just not going to throw him the football, and that's the main value he provides. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you go, you forget, you forget what got you there. You know, you forget what got you there. 
I think Eckler had close to 80 catches last year, and he got two targets Ugh, the first week. Come it's, on. You know, Terod Taylor's just never been a guy who used his running backs That's like true. that. 90, 92 catches for Eckler last season. Come on. And uh, <laughs> one. Uh, and apologies, one on one target for three yards there you go. for Eckler. That's pretty easy math. He's on pace for 16 catches and, uh, what, 48 yards receiving. Yeah, so. not good. Not 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 a not the standard we're we're accustomed to. Yeah, you don't want to get a high draft pick on that. Yeah. The uh, the Sunday night game. This is a good one. The New England mm-hmm. Patriots head to Seattle to take on the Seattle Seahawks. Bavada has the Seahawks minus four at home. Major applause for the Cam Newton debut. I mm-hmm. think Bill Belichick in his first game back from injury, all the things used him perfectly. I think they greatly improve, exponentially improve each week offensively and they also can look completely different uh from week to week based on their their guys skill set uh and this week they're going up against a team that can do almost do exactly what they can do you mm-hmm. know on both sides of the ball so it's going to be a supreme matchup um here's the wake up call i think seattle uh you know i thought that they will get win by win uh in in atlanta by squeaking by and now uh, I absolutely think that they're riding high and that they'll uh, beat the Patriots uh, to go 2-0 and really start to become a favorite in the NFC. How about the Dolphins trying to snatch Cam's chain after the game? What a, is this? The, this is a thing, and it's it's a, it's it's a real thing that players do. I don't, I don't know if it's you know, you know something they can take back and put in their locker room and, and, and say. But Cam had one had no no um, no means of letting that go. Pretty no, easy. Nor so that he. was good. I think that's that's awesome. I think it's a also a check mark in the um the change in New England. I think you'd never see that. Yeah. We haven't seen that out of the New England quarterback. I mean, we've seen Tom do some crazy stuff, but not to that nature, and I love it. People trying to snatch his bling after the game. <laughs> Tom, Tom's bling his, his dog tags or something. Yeah, something like some nonsense like that. Uh, were you at all surprised that they gave Cam fifteen carries week one? I mean, the number the number is a little high, um, but giving him primary carries is not the surprise. I think it was just working well. Um, yeah. and it, he probably gave them the thumbs up that he felt physically fine, so it got up to fifteen. So a little bit surprised there, but not surprised that there was a uh, an onus on um, on making sure he he got carries, intentional carries. I don't know, man. Fifteen to me just reiterates my belief that they don't view him as a long-term piece. They think he's a, a stopgap guy because if they thought, oh, we, you know, Cam's going to be here for the next five years, I don't know if you're giving him 15 week one. That just, that seems excessive. Yeah, maybe there is an internal pitch count and maybe, you know, there there was some some compromise in, in making sure that, you know, you get your feet wet in the right way. You start off 1-0 and and now maybe you can trim it back. Who knows? Um, but definitely good observation. It, it, it doesn't say... Um, we want to preserve you for the for for the foreseeable future. Our last game Monday night, the New Orleans Saints head to Las Vegas to take on the Las Vegas Raiders, and Bavada has the Raiders plus six. Yeah, give me the Saints. They did not look great, but they surely did not look bad. Um, yeah, and they played a good team. Uh, Lost. Uh, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, Las, Las Vegas. Oh, yeah, there we go. Las Vegas looked <laughs> looked way better than I expected. Uh, I don't know what what's in the sauce John Gruden's got going on, um, and I actually think you can rely on it a bit. Um, they're just nowhere near as good as the Saints. So give me the Saints here. 
Yeah, this Vegas thing is going to be hard. It's going to be yeah. like the the Los Angeles Chargers and and all of those teams, uh, the yeah. Rams, and oh, it's a mess. But uh, hey, look forward to getting that wrong many times in the future. <laughs> look, I think you went perfect this week. I assume you went perfect last week. Please don't anyone go back and look at that. Oh. Just trust us mm-hmm. that that was the case. And uh, that's going to be it for this week. For Mario Hines, I'm Chris Hordell. This has been the Underdog MLB Show. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. This has been the Underdog NFL Show. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.